92.7 WMAY. We are so proud, along with our sister station, 102.5 The Lake, to be a sponsor of Abe Fest, the two-day music festival getting underway tomorrow night. Friday night's headliner, the amazing, the incredible John Waite coming back to Springfield, and he is here with us right now. John Waite, it is so great to talk to you, and welcome back. Uh, it's actually my pleasure. Uh, looking forward to the gig. It's been a great week. And um, Abe Fest, hey. Can't top that. No, you really can't. And and not your first time in Springfield. I actually saw you here in 1980 when the Babies toured with Journey. That was an incredible concert, by the way. I know you performed here at least once since then. So how does it feel to be back in Springfield? Well, great. You know, you you sort of get familiar with the city and, uh, you know, you have your favorites. I mean, it's just, you know, the Midwest, as great as each coast is, uh, the Midwest in America is sort of just, it just strikes a note, you know, it's like the real world and people are great and they all love music and they're all kind of doing what they say they do. I mean, if you, if you're in LA, everyone you're talking to is actually writing a book, but they actually work in a, you know, in a cafe or something. But the great thing about the Midwest is that it's it's like the real world. So I always, uh, I'm always very glad to be there or here. I'm in, I'm in St. Louis at the moment, so, you know, it's great. Well, we are excited to welcome you back and to, to get you uh, back on uh, stage for Abe Fest this weekend. Now, you know, as we noted, uh, you started out with the babies, incredible music there, hugely successful solo career, and then you went back to the group dynamic with Bad English back in the late 1980s. So uh, what do you think of, of being in a group versus being a solo artist? Do you have a preference one way or the other? Well, you know, Every performance with a singer is it's a group. You know, everybody has it's a democracy. It really is. I mean, if the bass player doesn't like something you you're playing, he'll say like you know try this or you listen or you don't. But I mean, everybody it's an ongoing conversation. Uh, um, I think the babies was like that very much. You know, very much like a conversation going on musically. Um, you know, it's hard to say. It depends on the dynamic between the people. If you've got uh, an ambition to do something that's different, it's great, you know. But if somebody wants to just keep writing mainstream stuff, it can be frustrating, you know, because you can. There's always the the question of where you can take it, and uh, you know, like last year I made a a triple acoustic record called Wooden Heart, and uh, I couldn't have done that with a band, you know. So there's a plus to that. And I've just released a, a four-song EP called Anything. And I took my time making that. I, I really did. It was, you know, when you're in a band, the clock's running. I mean, you usually got the record company and the management demanding a, a new record by summer, you know. And that can be a bit off-putting. When you're solo, you just sort of move as quickly or as slowly as you want. Which is, um, I think, honestly, that's that's the... That's the most um, reasonable answer I can give you. There's no deadline when you're solo. You're sort of driving the the boat, you know. And uh, and you have that that kind of control o- over your music. Now, tell me a bit about the the stage show that you're bringing to Springfield. Uh, how much does it focus on all of those classic huge hits that we all know and love versus selections like your your new EP and uh, and and what will people hear uh, when you take the stage Friday night? Well, we we try to 
cover a lot of ground, but it changes every night. I mean, we do, there's that moment before, about an hour before we go on stage, where we're changing strings and, you know, talking about the set list. And generally, the set list is different every night. But there are, there are sort of like seven or eight songs that you simply have to put in the set. You know, When I See You Smile, Head First, Missing You, um, Midnight Rendezvous, Back on My Feet, Every Time I Think of You. There's songs that you just simply have to put in. And to balance that, there's uh, songs which are probably more lyric-driven and darker. But, um, you know, I, 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 there is no rule. There are no rules. You just, you just uh, go out there and kill it. You know, it's like every, whatever the set list is, you really go out there to to communicate the music and, and bring it home, you know? We're talking with John Waite, a uh, legendary uh, rock musician from the Babies, Bad English, and, of course, his incredible solo career. And as you noted, you you, you rattled off the, the big hits uh, from, from all of those different entities. Uh, Missing You, probably the biggest, the, the huge number one mm. hit from the 1980s. So, so tell me about that process when you're crafting a song like that. Do you know right away this is going to be huge, this is going to go straight to the top of the charts? How, how do, you, do you get that sense as to how a, a song is going to do when you put it out there? Well, it's it's magical, really. I mean, I, I don't want to sound naive, but I mean, you start off with something pretty spontaneous. I, I keep notebooks with me all the time, and I'm always thinking of lyrics and, and melodies and, and a new approach. But you pick the guitar up, and it kind of leads you forward. You, I don't think you're in control of it. It's almost like it comes out of nowhere, and you're simply a conduit for the energy that's around you at the time. And the song articulates... You know, it just, it tells you. And um, it's really a mysterious process. And I, I've never had a clue how it works. I know professional songwriters that can write amazing songs and they sit down at a piano and, you know, hey, presto, there it is. But for me, it's more of a, a thing about surprise. And... Um, you'd be amazed where songs come from and where they go to and the subject matter, you know, you, you find you're talking about something that's in your sub subconscious or something you've seen, uh, threading words together, you know, it's like making a bracelet out of beads and each word is a bead. You have no idea what you're going to get till you get to the end of it. So I have to sort of, uh, I don't have an answer for that one. It's still a process that's, uh, I don't understand it at all. It just comes when it comes and, and it knocks you sideways, you know. You mentioned your uh, new EP that's just out, a four-song EP called Anything. You you sound fantastic on it. I know you just Thank recently you. Uh, celebrated a, a birthday. Uh, so how do, yeah. you, how do you feel uh, your music has changed or evolved over the years? And as you go on in life, how is that uh, impacting uh, the way you approach your music? Well, after Bad English, which was a pretty big sounding group, and, uh, you know, it was quite lyrical, i got to say. You know, Ghost in Your Heart, stuff like that. There was some great stuff there. But I made an album called Temple Bar. I was living in New York City, and Temple Bar was like everything that I've been trying to get to for 20 years, and it just happened. And uh, even though I'd been solo before that and in The Babies and the whole thing, I really felt like my life began then. I, I felt like I'd become mature enough 
to be unflinching when I was in songwriting. I was, I was, I just didn't care what the outside world thought. I mean, it was, it was, but I've been there before, certainly with the No Breaks album that had Missing You on it. But Temple Bar was, was extremely personal and very musical. And everybody that played on it was the best in New York. And it was just, it was a, it was a revelation to me. I just understood where I could go. And um, I understood, you know, funnily enough, how to continue, but I didn't really know the process. But I, I knew that sort of, just sort of being as direct as you can be and um, truthful and unflinching, you know, just to really to look at the world, you know. But Temple Bar was the beginning. And since then, my, my, I think my writing just got a lot better. I think as you get older, there's more to write about. What did you do during the pandemic, and how does it feel being on the road now? Does it feel different than it did before all of this happened? Well, it's a relief to be back. We've been playing catch-up and honoring gigs that we, we couldn't play during the pandemic. At the end of the pandemic, I, I made the acoustic record, Wooden Heart. I just couldn't take it anymore. I could not stay home. And um, I just I did that. And it was that was incredible because I came out of uh, kind of a listless kind of sleepy year where you couldn't even go out. You know, it was just everything was dangerous. And I just came back swinging. So, I mean, there was certainly a lot of energy stored up. And, um, it, you know, having a year off uh, from touring, the shows, we haven't had a show that's been shaky or like gone sideways. And we've been out on the road since last July, so it's been a year. Um, but I think there's a, if you can, after having such a long career, take time away from it and come back. It's great because you have a new attitude towards it. It is, you're not tired. You know, you're not being worn down by being out on the road all the time. It's more than a vacation. It's like a mental holiday. So, I mean, I, I really, I think I'm better than I was the year before. So um, maybe it was a good thing, but it's great to be back out. It really is. And we'll reap the benefits of it Friday night at Abe Fest. John Waite, the headliner of the start of this two-day music festival. Uh, by the way, before we let you go, I understand there's a documentary coming out about you as well? Oh, yeah. It's called The Hard Way. That's, that was filmed during the pandemic. It was a full-budget um you know, triple cameras, studios, a whole crew following me around in my pandemic world in Santa Monica. And um, it's pretty intense. There's a lot of truthful moments in it. It's very emotional. There's a lot of people involved that spoke on it and were filmed and put their point of view in. It traces everything from coming from Lancaster, England, right through the babies, right through the solo bad English stuff and where I am now, it's, it's pretty ruthless, which is great. I told the director, if I drop the F-bomb or if I fall over or you find me after two glasses of wine and I say something that's weird, just keep it all in. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather it was the truth than anything. I don't want it to be a promo. And uh, they didn't. It took me a couple of months to watch it, but I think it's pretty good. I mean, I, it seems truthful. And that's more important to me than it being some sort of uh, glossy kind of promotion piece. It's certainly not that. Do you know when and where we'll be able to see that? 
Well, it's it's still out there to be picked up by. It's been shopped. We have uh, not we, but they have three different offers on the table so far for distribution deal, and they're still looking for something. I don't know what they're doing. I I'm not really in touch with them at the moment, but um, I'm pretty sure by Christmas it will be uh, it will be on cable TV. You know, one of the big uh, networks. Cannot wait to see it. Cannot wait to hear John Waite live here in Springfield Friday night for Abe Fest. In the meantime, where do fans go to to follow you, to, to oh. find your new music, social media, website? Where do they go? Yeah, thanks for that. I forgot. Uh, Facebook. If you go to Facebook, uh, we have a really major kind of thing going on with Facebook. If you reach out to me, I reach back. I try and answer all the emails I can. And there's johnwaiteworldwide.com. You can get artwork, original artwork for me. I paint. You can get all the CDs signed, uh, posters, everything. John Waite Worldwide is, is the place to go if you can't find it in the stores. But the new EP, anything, is in Target and major record stores. So, um I'm pretty much out there at the moment. Every, you know, there's been so many releases that I've picked up a, a lot of momentum. So, so I'm there if you look for me. And uh, find uh, ticket information for Abe Fest at thelakespringfield.com. Friday night, John Waite live here in Springfield at the BOS Plaza downtown. Thank you so much. So generous with your time. It's been great to talk to you. We truly appreciate it. Oh, God bless you, son. Thank you very much.